Well, good morning. Welcome back. Um, what's new in the world? Uh, we're still in pandemic lockdown bullshit. And um, what can I say? Life is actually good right now. Um, we are kind of in this weird heat wave. It's very, very sticky and humid out. Makes it very, very hard to do. And it's pretty difficult to bring the dog anywhere. So I thought what I could do in this little solo cast is uh, introduce you to my pup, Piccolo. Um, Piccolo, if you have seen uh, on Instagram, for the five people who are following, um, is a standard poodle. And we got him three weeks ago. So now it's three, three days of an update of what it's like living with a poodle puppy. Um, so first I'll kind of preempt this brief discussion with, uh, you know, why we ended up getting a dog and how it is that we got to this um, point in, um, in time. But basically, um, I've been wanting a dog since I was about 19. So that's nearly 15 years now, if not more. And I kind of, it's the type of thing that I've continually put off. Um, It's kind of a thing. I feel sometimes we tend to make these decisions and limitations in our life. Like we kind of limit our opportunities or or the things that are possible in our lives and in ourselves. um, Almost is a form of kind of gaslighting yourself. And it can be anything from a very something very big or something very small so people might do things like oh i would love to go here but i can't save money i would like to lose weight but i don't have the motivation to exercise or i would like to um fucking um get a better job but i like earning what i have now or doing with this whatever it is in their time but we tend to kind of like gaslight ourselves and limit ourselves in many different ways and this is one way in which I've gaslit myself for a very long time and I kind of thought oh I can't really give myself to an animal or I can't really give the time to a pet or I really want that company again and that personal relationship that you build with a dog but I don't have the time or I wouldn't be responsible enough or it wouldn't be fair to the dog and all these different excuses I made for he's napping here right next to me um, all these different excuses I made for over 15 years and one thing that I came to the realization of was about Christmas time I was like all these different experiences that I've had in my life over the last 10 15 years I could have easily have had those and had that relationship I easily could have had that friendship. I easily could have had that companionship that you get with the dog. And some of those experiences that I had, some of those incredibly massive lows, those experiences that really fucking sucked. I could have done that with a friend by my side. And all those times that I desired that companionship and that that relationship, but also that experience, I could have had it. And it would have just been a small adjustment from my regular day-to-day life. And it probably would have encouraged me to do things even better. Because like, 
there was a period in my life where I wasn't really taking care of myself. I wasn't even really eating correctly. I wasn't really active in the way that I should have been. And having a dog, having that companion forces you to take a little bit more responsibility. Because you're not just responsible for yourself anymore. You're responsible for the life of another being. And that changes a dynamic within your life. Now, you can be a total fucking asshole and sit at home, never take your dog out, watch him while he chews up everything and be like, I don't understand why my dog is such an asshole. That, of course, happens. But if you're a living, conscious human being and you actually care about the things around you and if you if if the 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 energy that you direct to the thoughts of I couldn't do this because if you direct that in a positive manner and be like, well, if I have an animal that might force me to create a little bit of time within my day might help me might force me to create an hour or two in my day to take care of another being and to take care of another animal because the love and the friendship and the companionship that you desire and that you're going to receive from this the, 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 the this dog this friend which is never ending they will always love you that's reciprocal and you're going to if you, if you care that much and if you know you're going to care that much about the 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 quality of life that that dog would achieve then you're going to find ways to do it you're going to find ways to get them out for an hour or get them out for an hour and bring them out let them be a dog let them sniff get them out for that walk you're going to get them that food that you know is going to benefit the best way and you're going to make sure that they have friends which will help you socialize as they socialize and all these wonderful things that come with being a dog parent and being a dog friend and being a dog owner so for me it was something that i held myself back from for a very long time and now i'm kind of like okay there's some aspects of this that are very very hard but i'm also kind of like why did i stop myself from doing this all this time why did i stop myself from having that aspect of my life that i really really desired so how i'm kind of thinking about certain things in my life right now are kind of opening up because i've already now because I've had this dog for three weeks. And I'm saying, well, if I'm a little bit more organized in this manner, I can get this certain things done. I can get these certain achievements done within a certain time frame because I'm forced to do it faster, more effectively, because I gotta take care of this other being. I gotta take care of my friend. I gotta take care of Piccolo. And this has been a massive learning experience in the last three weeks. I haven't had a dog since I was maybe 20. Um, we had a, a small Jack Russell Terrier. Um, she was kind of like a mix. And my dad got her maybe 1996. And I have to say, there's certain things you miss or don't really notice when you're a child or a teenager, such as the training. You might not be as involved in the training as you think you are when you're a child. And I definitely wasn't as involved in the training as I thought I was when I was growing up. And this has definitely um, made that quite obvious. Um, having a puppy is busy. It's a busy, busy job. There's a lot to do and um, they're children you know let's not kid ourselves they're active little children they're running around they want to chew up things they, they're teasing they want to have burn off some energy <sighs> they want to nap they want to play it's a lot of fun <laughs> um 
how did we end up with Piccolo? Well, I've I've loved poodles for a very long time. Um, I think they're gorgeous dogs. Um, they have wonderful personalities. They're incredibly smart. Theoretically, they don't shed. And I felt like a poodle would be um, a good companion to have. Now, there's some things that I didn't realize. I didn't know that poodles are <laughs> get that attached to people so quickly. And I think it took about a day before poodle or before Piccolo was tied to the hip. He's definitely a Velcro dog. And I didn't know they were such high energy. I mean, he he's a mix of high energy and low energy. He can be very chill, but when he's awake and when he's ready to go, he's got a lot of go. And um, but before we came to decision of actually pulling the trigger and getting a poodle, we did look at some other avenues. Uh, we looked at rescues and adoption, looked at fostering, and. Um, I definitely feel there are a lot of dogs out there that require a new home and um, an improvement in their circumstances. And I hope at some point that I can actually provide that for an animal and for a dog. Um, But it was very, very hard to adopt here. We applied to three uh, adoption homes, agencies, like Redemption Paws and a few others. And we either didn't get a response back or we didn't get a response back regarding the dog that we were interested in. And I know they kind of tend to match you up with who they think might suit you. And But I just wasn't feeling like I had the experience to take a dog such as a... Um, like an American bull mix that has no socialization with children or other animals and needs a lot of training and has some medical conditions. Um, and not to dis- dis- uh, disregard those dogs, I actually think they're wonderful. They're so cute, so misunderstood. Um, but I think the responsibility in one way is almost higher when you take a rescue because a rescue has already had several shitty experiences and I don't want to add to that and I don't want to um, kind of uh, contribute to any further problems and then those kind of like socialization issues that can be that can be a lot to take on and that kind of scared me a bit and knowing that there could be children around knowing that there's other dogs around um, I just didn't feel like I was ready to take on that sort of um, pet um, that sort of friend and it's it breaks my heart in one sense for example there are a lot of huskies around um, and these adoption sites that have been really mistreat, uh, mistreated by previous owners uh, if they even had owners and I don't really want to be that way in the other sense, um, I felt like having a puppy, there's a certain experience that you have with a dog from puppyhood to uh, the end of their life and all those different um, things that they go through, such as learning how to potty and learning how to 
catch and fetch, etc., the recall, all those things. There's um, there's something to be said for that experience and and having that experience together. And so that's something that really really excites me. Um, so breeders are kind of a weird thing. I think it's something I would like to learn a little bit more about later. Um, I don't know how I'll do that, but I definitely want to like learn more about how that works here in Canada and North America in general. And maybe if I could talk to maybe some different breeders on uh, on this podcast about how they actually operate and what sets them apart from others, and maybe some of the mistakes that we made in in, in getting piccolo. But there's some things I really noticed, and everyone says don't get a kitty dog. Kijiji, excuse me, um, and they're probably right. Um, so the first dog we put a deposit down, we were going to call him Amen, and he is or was a white poodle puppy um, from a breeder in Southwest Ontario, um, quite close to London, Ontario, and I don't know who the owners were. Um, they weren't very communicative and they weren't really sending any information about the dog. We got one set of photos about three weeks in. It looked like the dog had never been handled by a human before, uh, was scared. and But we were ready for it. We were preparing. We were getting some things. We were doing our research on poodles and so on. And then that puppy died and they sent us a really strange message and when I tried to do a phone call with the breeder she wouldn't answer and they just simply returned her deposit which is fair they returned the deposit and that was that so that was a bit of a weird experience so we were going to put a hold on it and we applied for a couple of rescues heard nothing back and then a few days later, another poodle appeared online and we contacted them. They were very nice. They were uh, seemingly an Amish farmer, breeder, north of London. And we said, fuck it, let's do it. Now, was it the best way to get a dog? Probably not. Um, I feel like this breeder is borderline puppy mill. Not fully, but they do labs, labradoodles, and poodles. And they seem to have a litter of puppies available all the time, which is kind of freaky. It's, I feel kind of strange when um, these dogs are basically just used for their genitalia um, to produce puppies at a profit. And when you sell a puppy, like we got him for $2,000, but a Labrador puppy might go for $4,000 and maybe 3,000 and a Labradoodle might be $5,000. So if you produce enough puppies in a year, you can, you can earn probably a million. I don't know. I don't even know how much you can earn. It's a lot. Um, hello. He's looking at me right now. That being said, within the first day of having Piccolo, I knew I couldn't change it. Like he is so adorable and so smart and so responsive to us. And he loves people. 
he loves children he sees a child and he just wants to lick them their hand like he's so friendly and loving towards children um he loves other dogs he loves cats he's been socialized he wants to play all the time he learns very very easily within a few days he was getting sit down and walking his leash learning is so much better i got to pause us my apologies we'll be back shortly okay all right i'm back sorry so <laughs> so we had an episode piclo needed to eat needed to play needed to pee needed to poop and then he needed to sleep which is kind of the routine of life with a puppy so they tend to sleep a lot you actually don't realize how much a dog sleeps until you have it again and i'd say piclo sleep in 18 20 hours a day um 18 on a on a low day 20 on a good day the more the better uh we usually find he's a bit calmer um when he slept and he's more receptive to training and discipline and to uh the things that he needs to learn um sometimes if he hasn't been exercised enough he gets a little rambunctious if he hasn't been exercised he gets a little bit too overly excited and a little bit cranky and then when he gets tired he also gets a little rambunctious a little bit cranky and a little bit nasty and he tends to kind of like bite a little bit so working on that has been a huge job right now he's 10 11 weeks old so when he kind of turns and starts getting overly excited at things like your shoes or a leaf it can kind of boil over to the leaf and then your knee or your ankle and this is where i'm going to put my teeth so some of these things are um learning curves for sure and i don't remember having this similar experience with my dog uh growing up but all that being said i wouldn't change it for the world and um, he's such a sweetheart he's so affectionate and cuddly and cute and he doesn't know how big he's going to get he keeps we have this uh, kitchen island in the middle of the the kitchen that we can eat on we prep our food we might have our coffee here and he <laughs> goes in under it and he tends to sleep there when he's not in his crate and that's fine for now but when he's full <laughs> fully grown even like halfway to fully grown there's no way he's getting in there so I'll have to figure that out but honestly um i don't think i could change anything um with 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 this puppy um it's been an amazing experience so far um his name piccolo people are like oh wow dragon ball z no very simple i work in coffee and piccolo is a rare or one of the rarer colors in poodles which is coffee color or cafe au lait or champagne so i felt um piccolo would be an appropriate name as after the piccolo latte which was made famous by blue bottle um so once people got that it um has been quite funny and of course the irony as well is piccolo is a small latte in a glass and piccolo is anything but small he's going to be quite big but 
it definitely suits him. And um, he's been responding. He knows his name now. He knows to come when the name is called. Oh my lord. You could only see him right now. <laughs> uh, and um, definitely been an, uh, an experience. What would I change? Um, probably uh, maybe going through the breeder that we went through wasn't ideal. Um, I'm not sure how I feel about supporting people who tend to churn out a lot of dogs. And ideally, I still think adoption is probably the best thing for most people. Um, you're giving a dog uh, potentially a better life. But I felt like at this moment, it wasn't what suited me best. And uh, I think I should have been a little bit more prepared for certain those like behavioral issues that we're working on now. Um, Food-wise, we did kibble for the first week and a half, and there were some things, like after he eats, he would go bananas, um, which he still gets a little bit, but it was like every time, he would go so crazy. And um, his breath was kind of smelly, his skin was a little bit, I don't want to say greasy, but it had this texture. So the start of last week, we switched to raw. And everyone kind of freaks out when you say you're doing a raw food diet for your dog, but it's actually not that bad. It's um, just um, seven, no, 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 no. 70% meat, 10% bone, and 20% organ. So it's a pretty basic uh, ratio. Um, the bone takes a long time to digest, but it has a lot of collagen. Um, the meat gives a lot of protein, which dogs need a lot of, and the organs um, have a lot of vital nutrients that dogs require. On top of that, we supplement with a sort of a sprouted uh, seed mix, which helps with the digestion, adds a bit of bulk to the meal, and um, a little bit of fruit. Introducing some veggies this week, and we've also tried some egg. So it's kind of gross for a lot of people, but um, it's actually been pretty good and he loves it. The smell of food, he's all incredibly food motivated. Just a whiff of food is enough for him to get him going. And um, yeah, all around an interesting uh, experience. Within two days, his breath completely changed. That's gone. And um, the, the his coat, it's kind of hard to describe, but his coat feels softer and smoother. So I would definitely, it's probably not for everyone, depends on your lifestyle and what you can afford, but I'm, I'm happy to invest in, in, in the raw food for him. It will be a little bit more expensive as uh, he grows up, but um, I still think it will be a better option for now. So we'll probably leave it from there. If you hear this and you got some uh, dog experiences and you want to connect and uh, uh, discuss, let me know. If you know anyone that's a a breeder or a trainer that would be uh, willing to talk a little bit more about what goes on in the dog world, I would love to do that. Um, Yeah, so uh, keep it ticking and we'll leave it there. Ciao.